Hey everybody, this is the Creepy Cassie Podcast. I'm your host, Cassie Gaskell. Now, today is going to be a strange video. I mean, podcast episode. It's going to be about satellite images. So, and dear David, but first we're going to listen about a girl in a wheelchair who finds a stalker. Then we're going to be reading some more Dear David. Now, as you know, I always just read, I read one story and then I read some more Dear David. And when this Dear David series is over, I'm just going to be reading some more stuff and then I'm going to read another big series. So now, are you ready? Then let's get to it. Now let's get started. A friend of mine showed me how to use Google Maps. I'm sure you've seen it. It lets you use satellite images to look at locations all over the world. A few years ago, I was in a car accident. Since then, I really don't leave the house that often. It's difficult. And the idea of seeing a car drive by me makes me feel lightheaded. I was fascinated by the fact that I could see all over the world. Almost like being there. I could virtually walk down the streets and I almost felt like I was really there. I became instantly hooked. It gave me a real eye on the world. I could go to almost any major city. And I did. I seen streets in China, Japan, Germany, England. So many places. I'd even gone by to tourist attractions like the Great Barrier Reef and Dracula's Castle. My favorite was to go to random places in major cities and see how many people and animals I could find. The faces of people were always blurred to protect their privacy, but it was so enjoyable to see them out there enjoying their lives, walking like it was no big deal. She must have big she must have good taste. I laughed. I zoomed in closer and noticed the gray bag she carried on a gray and purple shoulder strap. She was walking in a relaxed manner, one hand trailing the wall beside her. I bet if I could have seen her face, I would have seen that she was smiling. I began to feel a little sad. I let my hands fall off into onto the arms of my wheelchair and looked at her for a minute more. I wish I could be out there walking so carefree with her. But that wouldn't happen, though, until I died. I was stuck in this chair. I sighed and zoomed out of Tokyo. Enough of this for tonight. I turned off the computer and went to bed. I got up early in this morning and decided to look around Paris. Paris was always fun. I liked to look in the city with all the old beautiful buildings and so many people to watch. I randomly zoomed in the area and saw a street line with an old brick buildings, a few small shops, an old and an old tan brick church. 
Ahead was an intersection, and dozens of people walked by. A balding business man quickly walked past, walked quickly past, looking back, and an old woman, hair covered with a scarf, carrying a large purse. A curvy woman in black pants that were too tight, too tight, stared into a store window. And two women led a large group of small children around the corner. I spun around the view. I spun the view around a few more times, and then saw something peculiar. Sitting on the bench at the bus stop were two people. One of them was a young woman with her feet stuck in front of her in a relaxed mat- manner. She was wearing a pair of red sneakers. That- Like my own, I was startled for a moment as I noticed a black pants, white T-shirt, and the black hooded jacket. Her dark brown hair was tied loosely behind her head. A gray bag sat in the, on the bench beside her. The shoulder strap hooked over her shoulder. Shoulder. This is crazy. I thought. It can't possibly be the same woman. This is a different country, different continent, even. Even. How could it be her? This was stupid. It wasn't if there were. These were live photographs. They were taken ahead of time and then stored. It's not like she was in two places at once. She could be just a traveler. Besides, without seeing her face. It could be impossible to tell it was the same person. Brown hair was probably the most common hair color in the world. Those red sneakers were something I purchased online. I'm sure a million other people did too. I shook my head and went to fix some lunch. When I got back on lunch, I decided to look at Berlin. I picked a random street as usual.、It、looked pretty empty. There were brick buildings lined the streets, looking more like factories than anything else. There were also empty lots, full of long grass and piled gravel. There wasn't much to see at all, really. There was a line of motorbikes and a car with two German flags sticking up from it. And after more searching. I found one kid. He looked like he was dressed in a school, school, a jacket thrown over his back. He was in, he was intensely looking at some kind of mobile device. I was disappointed. I started to leave, but then I caught something out of the corner of my eye. I turned the view, and there they were—those damned red sneakers. She was standing on a street corner next to some kind of signpost. She was. She had a hand on the post, looking down, and the street, as if waiting to cross the street. I stared in shock. How could she be there too? Even as she was traveling, there was no way I could find her every time. Even finding her in Paris would have been one heck of a coincidence. But this, this was crazy. Was this some kind of joke? Had Google decided to play a prank on its users that that use their product so much? It would have been a great joke. 
I did some quick search. Looked up a note about a woman who shows up like Watto. There was nothing. I looked through articles of strange things you can see on Google Maps, but none of them mentioned a woman that travels the world with you. This is crazy. Had myself imposed imposed hallucination driven me mad? Had I become so lonely I created wait had, has my had myself imposed an I Bose isolation driven me mad had I become so lonely that I created a hallucination for myself leaving the burnt image on my screen I sent a text message to my friend asking him to look for the woman I mean look at the locations I asked him if he saw the same woman then I waited hands sweating heart thumping in my chest I jumped when my phone beeped with a return text message. Ten minutes later, the text read, I see the lady you're talking about in Berlin, but I didn't see her in Paris or Tokyo. Is this some kind of game or what? Are you okay? I didn't respond. Instead, returning, instead, returning to the locations in Tokyo and Paris. There she was. She was there, but it was different. She no longer sat at the bus stop bench in Paris. She was standing in front of it, looking for someone, something in her bag. In Tokyo, she was blocks away, squatting down to pet that calculo cat. I shivered. Who was she? What is happening? I switched to the map. I switched the map to Brussels. It was another city street. It was lined up with an old building with shops on the ground level. And what I guess was apartments above, I quickly scanned the streets. They were empty. Another, other than a stocky woman in a bright blue sweater, I did a second sweep. She wasn't there. I sighed in relief. I couldn't believe I was getting overworked up about this. It was nothing but a coincidence. I stopped, my eyes frozen on the screen. There was a building at the point of the fork of the road, white with a black ironwork framed balcony jutting for the second floor. I hadn't seen her as I'd been looking at the sidewalks. There she was, standing on the balcony, her head tilted in the direction of the camera, almost like she was calculatedly looking towards me. My breath caught my in my throat. I switched to Sydney. She was leaning against the wall. Inside the doorway of a bright blue Carrickett's pharmacy building, London showed her getting ready to step into a red double-decker bus. Her head turned to look over her shoulder. She was everywhere I looked. She stood in the brick sidewalk in the Bridge of Venice. She walked across the yellow buried sidewalk in Zurich. In the in Hong Kong, she stood between the Wing Lung Bank and McDonald's adjusting the strap to her bag. In each picture, she came closer and closer and closer. 
to looking directly at me with a blurred out face. My heart felt like a terrified bird slamming around against my chest. I couldn't catch my breath. I wasn't sure what to do. I couldn't call the police. Should I send screenshots to Google? I clenched my fists tightly and closed my eyes. Who was she? Was she following me? Was I following her? I wish I could see the expression on her face. Know what she saw. Know what she saw when she looked back at me. I wanted to get out of the chair and run. Why is that? Why is it that the only thing that made me feel free again was the thing that made me feel even more trapped? I had to know. I typed the name of my town and zoomed into a random street. It was a couple of miles from my house. The gates to the city park were shown in the clarity of daylight. Despite being night here, there she was. There! There she was! She was a few miles from my house, standing under the ironwork arch that stared in the name of the park. She looked directly at the camera. Directly at me, I felt like I might throw up. She was near me, and she was watching me. She was coming for me. What did she want? I typed in the name of my apartment complex where I live. I could see the outside of the building. The parking lot was full of cars, and there were a few blurred-out children on the playground. I searched everywhere for her. She wasn't in the parking lot or the sidewalks, not hiding between the buildings or standing in the playground. I even scanned each of the cars behind the bushes and even the blurred windows. She wasn't there. I curled tightly around myself and lay my head down on the desk. This place is safe. I didn't leave the apartment anyway. I would never use Google Maps again. I would never see her again. She could stay in the park for all I cared. I smiled to myself and was surprised to find a tear slipping down my face. I'm safe, I said to myself. In a whisper, it felt good to hear it out loud. I'm safe. As I said it, there was a knock at the door. A chill ran down my spine. I had a camera hooked up to the computer that showed who was at the front of the door, which made it easier for me. With my motably issues, I slowly reached the control to show myself who was outside, but my hand trembled furiously. As I touched the control, I realized my mistake. The last of Google's images that I'd seen had only shown the outside the building, just the outside. I looked at the screen and saw a woman in a white t-shirt, black pants, and black hooded, gray stripped shoulder strap. Wait, um, and a black hooded, gray striped shoulder a black hooded jacket that carried a gray bag with a purple gray strip shoulder strap. Of course, there were those 
damn red sneakers. She looked directly at the camera, her face still completely blurred. As I tried to stifle a scream, she raised a hand and knocked loudly my front door. Hey, everybody. So, I have two things to do to say. First of all, I'd like to read the um, thing, our today's um, prayer thing. Oh, our, oh, Father in heaven, I try to remember that you expect more of me than just a fleeting prayer. Thank you for your many blessings and instill me for a grateful heart. Amen. Ever notice that nothing makes a boss more admired than being within more admired than his being with earshot? Oh, and by the way, on May 14th, that was my birthday. Um, so what I'd like to do, I would like to give a shout out to um, Weston Bradley's YouTube channel, aka The Amazing Plum. It is funny, it is hilarious. I know Weston, he is amazing. Um, we are best besties and stuff like that. Just subscribe, subscribe to him, please. That would make him and me very happy. Um, so without further ado, I guess let's just go back to Dear David. Everybody, so, um, I heard that y'all want some more Dear David. Well, um, here it is. For the sixth night in a row, my cats have walked over to the door promptly at midnight and stared at it. What is going on? So there's a video. Okay, so I took a photo through the peephole because I'm too scared to open the door. I feel like I saw something. So I took a photo. Th oh, wait. I couldn't tell, so I mustered the courage to open the door. Nothing was out there, but I took another photo. Look at this. Is it just me or something in the first photo right where the banister meets the shelves hiding in there? Yeah, it is. I wasn't sure if it was a smudge, so I s took a second photo. There is something out there. Yeah. That's scary, man. Um, yeah, dude, that's freaking scary. Oh, I just lost my place.
sorry guys. I just lost my place. Yeah, so, so far what has happened is that he has sleep paralysis. He sees a boy with a tilted head named Dear David. I mean, near da named David. And, and he asks him three questions, which he's not allowed to do. So... Um, there is something like that. Hmm. I... Okay, found it. I debolted the lock and got in bed because I don't know what else to do. I can still hear my cat meowing at the door. I debolted... Oh, wait. Ugh, that's creepy. what we're going to stop at for today. Um, so, I hope you liked this creepy Cassie episode. Bye.